Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right. Welcome, Toronto. We missed you. <laughs> Tampa. Uh, Tampa. We missed that a great opportunity. We missed you guys terribly. Bobby. Sit up, my man. Toronto needs to see you. Jimmy, too. <laughs> Sit up. Yes. Check your, people, Check your posture. They're oh, here just posture. for you. Yeah, this was this is rock bottom of the night for a Raptors team that everything I said about them. Is this State the of the Denver, Union? Yeah. State of the Union? Are you doing it? Okay. All right, this, is, this is a crisis moment. Get for close up. Yeah, do it right. Do it right. Get us close up. <laughs> I can't believe what's happened in this team. A team that could execute defensive game plans like nobody's business. Uh, box and one Tatum out of games. Cut off Kemba from a playoff series. I don't like. It's just hard right now. I don't know what's going on with this. Are team. you okay though? This is what I want to know. No, I'm. I'm how, bummed. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. How are you handling this? Like, because I'm worried about you. The motherland. We're, we're seeing an end of an era with this team, and they were a fun squad. They won. They won the most unexpected championship ever in 2019. 2010 or 2020, they delivered us one of the best playoff series we've seen. You know, a series that needed a crowd. Looking back on it, it was so good that we needed like the memory of the crowd's reactions to those games. And now it's dead. Like this team is just in shambles. I, I like I don't know what else to say. And you know, Nick Nurse was kind of laughing pregame, talking about all the adjustments they were going to make, and none of them really worked. Extra wings, uh, some of the deeper bench guys, Matt Thomas, and. Seriously, what are we talking about here? Serge Ibaka was great in the playoffs. We all know Marcus All struggled immensely there. So those losses were something. Losses there. Like it, the team's still intact, and they just aren't locked in. We know Pascal Siakam's in a different world than where he was before the contract extension and last postseason. Uh, so they have an issue on their hands. And Jimmy, you said a couple games ago, has Nick Nurse lost that team? It might not be any fault of his own. I mean, they, they really are in a tough position being down in Tampa Bay where nobody lives, where Aaron Baines is renting a condo and, like, everybody's just kind of camped out hundreds of miles from home and they're playing 72 straight games on the road. They're in an impossible situation. But one in five, I mean, that's just shameful. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Shameful is the word yeah, the Prime Minister used to describe the team. We don't want you to bury the franchise. Welcome in. Sorry, we were having some technical difficulties. Those on our Celtics YouTube channel, we've fixed the glitch. So everybody is uh, loaded up here and ready to go. Once again, okay. Celtics defeat the Toronto Raptors, 126-114. Uh, we could spend the rest of the day eulogizing uh, Toronto. Right. Not just yet, because there's still one bailout option, but we'll get to that later. Okay, yes, the Harden, the Harden ticket. Oh. Uh, what, but let's that, let's get into the Celtics because there was a, a, a an absolute ton of observations tonight. Um, let's setting the stage uh, for you know how the game began. Obviously, you guys watched it, so you're here, so you know. But obviously, no Marcus Smart, no Jeff Teague, who's out again. Um, so they had to start Tremont Waters, which we'll discuss the wisdom of that uh, decision. Uh, now, I guess I don't really understand. I mean, we do understand it. We was trying to get in there. You got two good guards on Toronto, and they wanted uh, Waters' defense in there, so it didn't get away from them. I'll tell you what, it got away from them. Not something you say often. It got away. Uh, Toronto, the worst shooting team statistically in the NBA by a mile, shot about 98% in the first quarter, especially in the first six minutes there when when they they scored 20 something points in the first six minutes with that ridiculous. This ridiculous double big lineup with Tremont Waters in there, which we never, ever, ever, as long as we're alive, ever should see that again, right? Double big with a little bit of small. Double big with that little dude, and oh, and the two Jasons are probably looking around like, "What are we doing here, guys?" <laughs> like, 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 give well, me some help. Guess I'll have to drop. That's something tonight. you do when you're like five and two or something. You know? Yeah, right. You're like, but they're like, come on, Brad. You know that was that was brutal. 
impressive yeah. to some degree though you know go ahead jimmy no i was just gonna say yeah that, that was a i don't know brutal brutal a little harsh but i guess that makes sense the way that toronto came out in this game they're just hitting every single shot they took is like here we go again here comes the league's worst defense rearing its ugly head in the first couple minutes of this game. I was ready to bash Siakam from start to finish, and I actually, and the way he started, he had a couple of shots. I was like, these guys are going to actually get a feel for things, but so this came back around uh, in the second half. But um, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bash the Waters starting because on this show I've been saying I've been very anti-starting Pritchard, not because I don't think he's earned a spot in that situation, especially with players out. But because I like the energy, what he brings off the bench, he, he's got like Marcus Smart type energy vibes to him. I'm not going to compare the two and say that he's at that level, but he gives you that spark. Um, he's very, I don't want to use every, every. Sparky. He's sparky. Yeah, I don't want to use every token white guy <laughs> adjective I can think of. But yeah, he's sparky. Said sparky. He's crafty. He's, sparky. he's gritty. He's, he's sparky. He's, he's, he's crafty. Gritty. Yeah, yeah. He's all those things in like tonight. He was in and out of the defenses, hitting shots, making good passes. What do you have, eight assists tonight, I think? So um, I'm fine with him coming off the bench. And, and honestly, if, if Waters is the guy to start and kind of offset the Jays, then, you know, that's how it's going to be. Obviously, it's not ideal. But I'm fine with, with – I mean, the, the you can't complain about the bench production tonight. It was probably the best bench production you're going to get for the entire freaking season. Well, it's so, the bench production because, because – but you got to flip that a little bit. It's the bench production because three of those guys should have probably been starting. Yeah, but do you Ooh. get that same production that early? Richard over <laughs> Waters and someone else over Tice, most yeah, likely. But, but, John, do you think but the Celtics are going to eliminate that double-digit? starters. Yeah, but, and also, do you think do you think the Celtics are going to eliminate a double-digit deficit in that second quarter if Pritchard doesn't come in and completely change the pace of the game? I don't think there is a double-digit deficit in that second quarter if you didn't start that ridiculous lineup. I don't agree with that. They made seven three-pointers in eight minutes. I mean, the Celtics are going to be down regardless when, when they're playing a team like that that's going off in the perimeter. But the Celtics did exactly what they're supposed to do. They nipped it in the butt, and that, and that had everything to do with Pritchard. Once right in the butt. The game, I don't know if you get that same sort of reaction if, if uh, someone else comes into the checks in. And maybe the Celtics are still down by only five or it's not double-digit. But I don't know if the second unit responds the way they do if Pritchard doesn't come in. I mean, he's setting up Grant. He set up Shemi for a three. Guys who have been criticizing for not being consistent, they look pretty – consistent tonight it looked like it was a it was just natural for him to come in and do what he did you know what if it's a different starting lineup maybe maybe brown and tatum don't look around and say you know what i have to put the onus on on my on myself tonight and, and really get get myself going early on that's one of the biggest knocks on jason tatum is that it takes him you know a quarter and a half to really get in the groove well tonight that wasn't the case he i think he looked around and said all right I got Tremont Waters, not 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 to knock on him, but I got you know, whether it's Tice, whether it's you know Thompson, he's like I gotta I gotta do the scoring tonight, so I'm gonna go ahead and look for my shot early on, and it was him and, and him and Brown off the off the jump. I mean, Waters is what he is. I mean, they're gonna use this guy until I guess they literally can't until he's gotta no, go. But he's a fill-in for tonight. Yeah, I'm missing four guys. Yeah. No, I I know, but it's like he's a fill-in, but he goes from not playing at all to starting and like. You're down, seven, seven you're down shots, three like. guards, though, Jimmy, if you count Kemba. That's what it takes to get Tremont Waters some some minutes. Right. Yeah, he's not going right. to play on a normal night. Sunday doesn't play, Friday doesn't play, and they're on demand there, too. And it's pretty exceptional what they're doing for the lack of wing and green, down three-point guards here, still finding that creation. And Richard's such a big part of that. And we think of these rotations so far. I'm so confused. Yeah, three games in a row, you just get pummeled out of the jump ball for, like, seven straight minutes on defense. I guess what I see that Brad likes about the two bigs is they do kind of stick with it offensively. Like they're trading buckets back and forth and staying there. They didn't do that tonight. So he gets away from it, but you see them get into better lineups throughout the flow of the game, especially into these second quarters where Pritchard teams up with Tatum and they can kind of trade off the ball time there. Uh, you surround them with some shooters like semi and, Grant sometimes like they have good combinations on this team and I'm trying to think of reasons why they would do double big period I mean they keep talking about it has defensive potential we're seeing 130 points upwards of per 100 possessions with this group they're the worst starting lineup in the league so I think they're gonna throw this out now oh, we scrapped it all that stuff so yeah. Look, but this they finally have happened it's the first time it happened. He kept coming back to it, not, not only every game, but every half. Every half, okay. yeah. And this is the first time, I believe, 
that he has not come out with the starting lineup in the second half. So then half. what is it? So what's the starting lineup? Well, he put I look, I mean, here's where you're stuck. You know, you had people who've said semi, who've said Grant, who I I, I personally favored We know the, how you uh, feel about both those guys. No, but I favor the Pritchard Smart lineup, Pritchard Smart Jalen three guard lineup uh, with Tatum at the four. That's I what agree. I do. And you you know what? You should put Rob no scoring Bennett. off your bench. You have no scoring yeah. off your bench. Congrats. Yeah, plus plus Teague is out. You don't that's know what's a fair point. That's a fair point. Well, it, it is, and that's a problem. But the, the thing is, then the other thing is, so then you're stuck with you got to make the decision between Semi and Grant because what you're saying is Tice is fine and I like him, but I I'd rather kick. The, the, here's the problem too. If you kick Tice to the second unit, you're taking away Rob's minutes. They really have a problem here because that's what happened in the third quarter. They started semi. They're better off with semi or Grant in there instead of the double big. I think for sure. Though those guys are flawed, there's they're better space on the floor. So it's a it's a better lineup, no question about it. But then when you kick Daniel to the second lineup, you're going to create a double big situation there where you're going to have problems and no spacing. This and all goes back to Hayward again. <laughs> and and yeah. what do you do there? You know. And yeah. and that's where you're a little bit. That's where you're stuck in that situation. It's not ideal. I mean, with Shemi, it's not ideal because you're not quite sure what you're going to get night after night. You know, you're going to have to live with some of those nights where he's just not feeling it and hoping that defensively he doesn't rack up three fouls. But then you turn around and say the same thing about Grant. So it's really hard, I think, for for Stevens to sort of trust one of those guys. But I'm with you, John. I think he has to at this point. I think the two big lineups. This should be it for that. You know, I mean, we've been saying that for the last couple of games now. But after the first half and what we saw, how the Celtics turned things around and how he, you know, to your point, started the second half for the first time differently. I mean, that's I think that speaks volumes. And so does the second unit and the way they they showed out uh, in this game, their the best performance of the season for sure. Yeah, then, so Jimmy, Jimmy's got a point there. You need to spread out good lineups throughout the course of the game. And that's the answer to why they've started double big. They know that some of these second unit minutes with Tatum, uh, Brown leading them sometimes are doing well. So you space out good lineups at the flow of the game. I think ultimately, though, if you're talking about your best five, who's the best combination that complement Tatum? It's Tatum, Brown, Pritchard, Smart, and Rob. And I still want Rob playing off of Tatum in the most important moments here. Now, we'll get to Thompson in a little right. bit and where he's at, but it's tough. It really is. But luckily, they have options. They have options here. They have good options. Javante Green's coming back after this road trip ends. You can do more three wings. They have a lot more combinations. Oh, I know you're not excited, but I want to see. Are these good options, Bobby? Well, well, Bobby, that lineup you just you just ripped off, ripped off there. That's a great lineup if you want to close the game. I mean, I'm fine with yeah. that. Player, player, best guys, and maybe we're maybe we're looking to win the starting lineups because it's, we we really should be focusing about the the best five guys that play together down the stretch. I mean, it didn't mm -hmm. matter tonight because it was they blew the doors off them. But you don't want to go down big every game because you're starting the wrong guy. Right, but it's not even it's not even the where you're playing the guys. You're looking at the guys who played the most minutes, and tonight it was Jalen, Jason, uh, Semi, Pritchard. And then, yeah. and then it was actually Grant. And it's hard to argue that those weren't your five best players. Right? Well, yeah. Those are your five I mean, best players tonight were Tatum Brown, Pritchard, Pritchard, Grant Williams, Semi Ojale, and they played the most minutes. So you're right. At the end of the day, they did lean on the players that were playing best for them. Tristan was 20. Tice was in the teens, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tice was 13. He had Rob, Tice was Rob 14. Was Tristan was 20. Yeah, Rob was good tonight, too. I mean, that's my that, God. That center thing. Rob was phenomenal, but he sat the whole third quarter. That was the problem. When you do, when you go away from double big, Williams didn't play the whole third quarter. He comes in the fourth quarter. He got 12 rebounds in the fourth quarter. Yeah. This, this, oh, he was resting. This big man conversation changes every night, and that's why we he say it's a fifteen boards. He had 12 in the fourth quarter. He was yeah. a monster. He came in immediately, was like, boom, boom, boom. He was everywhere, you know? the the Tyson Thompson combined for two freaking points in this game. I think, I think right now – Two points and 10 rebounds in 34 minutes. Williams goes for 11 and 15. Right. Yeah, and we've I mean, talked about Tyson's spot on the roster. It's it's in flux for sure. Yeah, it is. I was gonna say. I mean, we, we we're the, the, we're talking about the centers right now. It's because of the inconsistencies we're getting at that position, right? Through the Celtics are getting because you look at Grant. I mean, he goes from a, basically you know a DNP guy to all of a sudden he played you know the entire third quarter. Obviously, Jason Tatum had a huge part in that you know that huge run by the Celtics there. But I mean, he's in there the whole time. Grant is so. 
I mean, obviously he's being trusted to contribute in that situation. So you don't really know what to expect with some of these guys. I mean, Tyson's obviously had a very slow start to the season. Grant's had an even slower start. We've liked what we've seen from Rob, but he's getting inconsistent minutes. And Thompson's like sort of feeling his way around on this new team. Started injured to start the year and working his way back. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know you guys are, are big Rob guys. I am too, but it's it's almost like you don't know what to expect on any given night from the from the five spot, even from the four spot, I guess, to an extent. Yeah. And if there's um, no double big, there's no time for four centers. So you do have a tricky situation there. But we're thinking this to some degree. It's all about where you're getting Tatum and where you're maximizing his minutes. On a night like tonight where you get that 21 from him in the second – with that lineup with Pritchard alongside him, like that's all you need to seal a game. Right. Like that big yeah, and, stretch. and again, you got to talk about it. I mean, you had that, you had the second quarter run 13, 38 to 14. What happened in that quarter? Jason Tatum, of course happened. Okay. Everything else falls off of that, but Nothing Tatum scores 40 <laughs> scores 26 in the first half, 21 in that second quarter. That was basically 13 free throws. Most of those came early as well. So that was ridiculous. He was just, Heading and heading towards the basket and getting the calls. But off of that, Grant Williams played the entire second quarter, 12 minutes, finished a plus 24 in that second quarter. You saw a lot more Pritchard in there. Um, you didn't see the double bigs come back out. Uh, it was again the a lot of those a lot of the players that were playing better and who played the most minutes were all in that action in that second quarter, and that's where they put the game away. That was yeah, Grant, and, that was Semi, that was Pritchard, that was Jason, that was Jalen. That's, you know, right, right. that was that. Those the, and those are going to be the guys that you're going to find yourself talking about. That's where Rob got his first minutes. Yeah. Semi's one of those guys now? <laughs> I mean, listen. He's, listen, he's the way up for the ball, three. Yeah, Joe Sway, you, awesome. you, you can take this one on Shemi. I know you're big on him. No, I mean, when he's hitting those threes, it's just he's, he's a different – he just adds a different dynamic to the to the floor. But I, I think obviously what he does defensively is what's going to get him in the starting lineup maybe, potentially. We never know. But, yeah, I mean, this offense from Shemi, he's been off a couple of games, but for the most part, it's there. I mean, it doesn't look pretty at times. He's due for a turnover here and there. But for the most part, I think you have to be not, – not, maybe not confident, but maybe at least optimistic with his, his outlook for the rest of the season. I mean, he's been here for a while, right? This isn't his first or second year. This is too many minutes for Semi. I think you you got to hope you – 29? I think yeah. Semi, Semi expired at about the 22-minute mark, okay? Like that's a that was about it. The, the, yeah, the last seven minutes yeah. were more of the Semi you're used to seeing. That was – you got your best out of him. You can't be playing him 29 minutes a game. No, you can't, and I don't think typically they would. But, I mean, if he can get you into a classic 3 and D guy and give you 20 low 20 minutes where he's playing solid defense, you have to honor him at the three-point line, and recently you definitely have to. I mean, we've, we've seen him go through stretches where he can't hit the broad side of a barn, but the last few games, I mean, that shot's looking nice. I mean, the release is there. He's, you know, he's doing exactly what he needs to do uh, to stay on the court. So uh, I'm fine with I'm fine with him getting 20-plus minutes right now, I mean, especially when you've got guy like, I don't know what Marcus Smart's, if it's a long-term thing, hopefully not, doesn't sound like it, but – I mean, if you need guys to step up in, in Smart's absence and obviously with Kemba out, that's exactly the type of production you're looking for. Yeah. But One you, note don't on Tatum. you don't have the Javante option right now, so it's, it's tough. Right. One note on Tatum was the free throws you mentioned, John. 13 for 13. Last night, he didn't go to the line once. So it, it's like – it's kind of wild. I mean, this guy's style of play is kind of all over the place right now. But, I mean, he's finding a way to score. So One more thing on semi – you don't think of him as a four spacer. And this is kind of what Joe Sway said. And Scal actually made me think of this. This was the third point, John. He had three great calls tonight, burying Siakam, the walk of shame yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah, and talking yeah. about the spacing on the floor for Tatum. That second unit that they got out there with Tatum, Semi, the guards, there was just so much more space on the floor out there for him. And we've talked about Grant's corner three-point shooting issues. Semi seems to have that shot down. We talked about Neesmith possibly being that guy who can space from the corner. But Semi right now is a four-spacer for Tatum. That's another guy who's just going to make it that much easier for him tonight. What I love most about this game is all of Tatum's minutes look easy, right? Like the floor was wide open. He could just walk to the basket. He could pull up because guys are stretched back. Like they just put great lineups out there to compliment him. And I got to say yeah, this, yeah. Guy, there's a path this year. The Jason Tatum winning MVP. There really is. I mean, you look at the on-off numbers. You, you think of 
what the team looks like offensively without him, with him, I think it's up to close to 19 points for 100 possessions, the difference in the team's net rating on the floor versus off the floor. Uh, you think of how injured the team is. And they could be a two seed, you know, maybe a one seed, probably a two seed is more likely. And all of a sudden you have a pretty good narrative there. Jason Tatum saved this team while they were hobbled and injured. They ended up having a great year. And look at all, what does he have? Two game winning shots in eight games now? At that rate, like he has a pretty good narrative there. Now there's always going to be a ton of competition, but is he at least in the picture, guys? I don't even think you can deny it. Oh. I mean, no, he's competition on his own. Not at all. I mean, look at his teammate, Jalen Brown. I mean, there's only two guys right. in the NBA that have scored more points up until this point. I mean, if, if we're talking about what the future's going to hold, maybe, possibly. I don't know if, if uh, Jalen's going to be a 30-point scorer year-round, but if Jalen keeps cooking like this, and Jason Tatum, they're both playing off of each other. That's great for the Celtics. This, you know, they're, they're compiling wins together, but I think it really damages the whole Tatum for MVP conversation because you have Jalen Brown right there playing you know, neck and neck with Tatum, and I think both of them are, are guiding this Celtics team right now. Yeah, I agree with Joe Sway on that. I mean, it, it, believe it or not, Jalen Brown may ruin Jason Tatum's MVP bit, if you can believe right, that. Right. But like, this is it's insane. Not, hey, listen, if you're a Celtics fan, well, you're fine with that because that means you have like a two-headed monster. I mean, if both these guys end up on all NBA teams, that's better than one guy being MVP and trying to carry the load because teams that have just one guy, they don't go anywhere. You, they don't care who you are. You, that's you a, need what up, James Harden? But so forget the MVP. Forget the MVP thing, though. That's kind of the thing we were talking about earlier with like the ascension of both these guys having to get to a next level for the team to get to to the title. Yeah. I think it's clearly the story of the season, which is that happens and they can get there. It doesn't, and they stay where they are. Then they don't. But right now, I mean, you're in a position where a lot of teams don't have one of these guys. The Celtics yeah. have two of them, you know, and that's the whole thing. If these two guys are two of the top 12, 14 players in the NBA. Forget about it. Like the re you can fill with semi Ojales and Grant Williamses and get yeah, away with that's it. That's the story of the season so far. That's the story of the season right now. Yeah. You've got Jalen uh, uh, literally going games where he barely misses. He doesn't miss a two point shot. He's unstoppable with the ball. And then it's like, oh yeah, there's also Tatum who might be one of the top three or four most skilled offensive players in the game who just puts forth an effortless forty tonight. So those two things. I mean, like I said, is those guys do this uh again you can supplement with those other with those other players and 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 get away with it and in that's other words, in other words no more complaints from john about graham, graham williams minutes or shimmy yes. Yes. <laughs> because look, fine with the minutes it's the the shot here, right though. you're the self you're, you're the lakers yeah, you go get it, yeah. in lebron and then you fill with whatever jag wants to play for you because they want to jump and ride your coattails to a championship that's how you do this you get the two studs and everyone's like i want some of that you know and that's that's the key and if they have it smith factor that's everything right Pretty yeah you're already, you, before they're doing what they're doing to start this year that's what teague and thompson said was the whole motivating factor and them coming to boston and those are veteran you know solid veterans that you're happy to have join the locker room there i'll say this on tatum though what spoke most to me about his importance and all these different lineups. And I'm not underselling what Jalen's done to start this year. It, you know, they're down 12. They do a bench and Brown lineup. They cut 12 to seven over the course of like four or five minutes, but then they swap Tatum for Brown or they swap Tatum in for Brown. And it just flips 18 points, like nothing, you know, he's out there with Semi, he's out there with Pritchard and he's just pulling up the score flipped 18 points, like on a dime. And you can put Tatum in with pretty much anyone off a bench and survive. Not just survive, thrive. And I said this to you guys over text, like, it really almost doesn't matter what you put out there with him at this point in terms of bench units. Like, they could put Neesmith, Semi, Rob, and Teague, and they'd probably go on like a plus nine stretch with Tatum leading that unit. And that's what speaks to me as most valuable. I, it's true that Brown's production on a stat sheet is going to make voters look at that and say, oh, they have two stars. But when you look at really like where the value comes from, who's producing for Brown, who's opening up Brown more, it's all Tatum. Like he is the engine driving this team right now, even though Brown's numbers are a little better. But you, you know that when the votes, when the votes come Steven. in. How'd you guys feel about Brad Stevens pulling the trigger on that? As soon as the as soon as the Raptors got that second possession down by ten, he just immediately was like, "Jalen, get in there, hurry up, hurry up!" Hurry up. That's where, it was that's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. That's where we're talking about Scal's call. The walk yeah, yeah. game. The, the best part of that when he goes, "Trust me, I've been there." Guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's the best call of his broadcast career, I swear. <laughs> that was so funny. He's like, trust me, I, I'm a bench scrub. I know exactly what these guys are feeling. I went in there to hold the 26-point lead, and they had to bring the stars back on the bench. They didn't even make eye contact. Tatum and Brown walked in there like, uh, really? And those, those guys were like, it was you know so what you did. Was be like, KG had to take the ice off his, knee, off his knees. He was oh. so good. Draymond yeah. had the best face of all. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just smoked a J in the back. You know, like I don't want to play anymore, man. Yeah, come on. We got a thousand in the room right now. Toronto does it for us. I love this. I love Thank these. You. I want to play Toronto every day. I do too, but I want the games to be a little bit more competitive. I mean, geez. What's going no, on over there? Well, he really was. He, he tried to hide it. He was pissed. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. This is the second night of a back-to-back. When you can get your when you get your stars off the floor a quarter early, you you love that. You don't want to have to sit them and then bring them in at the end. Maybe they're you know starting to tighten up a little bit. Like it's the last thing you want to do, have to do as a coach. I mean, it, this schedule is a grind. So you take those blowouts anytime you can get them and rest your guys. So it was pretty well, shitty. Yeah, the bench couldn't couldn't hold it like that. Yeah. Plus, the Raptors are infamous for that, too. So, Brad was like, no, not tonight. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> Imagine yeah. this comeback. Oh, man. That would have been. Can I? Uh, can we, not we, that well in the morning. We didn't get a chance to, but can we talk about what in the world happened to Pascal Siakam? Oh, please. Well. I don't remember what this guy. Look, at the end of the day, the line looked okay because he pulled some. He was still playing in that fourth quarter when the Jays were out, and he pulled some garbage points to pad those right. stats. Uh, but <laughs> but that, 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 that's I don't even remember the what game. the good version of this guy looks like and it looked like before. Like I, I, all I, all I know is this shell of a player that we've seen since the Celtics have just been, I mean, dominating well, these guys since the bubble started. I don't remember pre-bubble Siakam. Bubble cool. Jalen Brown. Bubble Jalen Brown snatched his soul. Is that is that Joe's way to say that yesterday? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Manhood <laughs> robbing. So true. So true. It's just not he he ain't the same, same guy. Nope. Better shooting, more cutting, more spacing with you know with Kawhi especially. Like he was just able to play off the ball, cut back line, find the corners. He's an exceptional corner three point shooter. You don't see him get those shots anymore. It's a lot of him on the ball, spinning into oblivion, into a wall. And you know he's not as big. He's not as menacing as Giannis, who does that similar move and has great success with it. Uh, but, it, you know, he did have a stretch before the All-Star game last year where he was, you know, a top 25 player in this league. So he did it without Kawhi for some stretch. You do have to think of Jalen. <laughs> stretch the playoff. Hey, just waste burner. <laughs> just waste burner. Brockton's back in the house. That is not – oh, wow. When do we start <laughs> the TPE for Siakam conversation. <laughs> Siakam's looking like that that dial-up Wi-Fi that Joe Sway and Nick Jelso are using. That's all Nick, man. Nick got that dropped in Wi-Fi, man. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with Nick. Dude, I don't know Siakam. One, I mean, I feel like good. Siakam's blowing their Siakam's blowing their chance at uh, trading for Harden too. If that's what they end up wanting to do. They won't even be able to get rid of that guy. I know they need to start propping him up more. But no, this one's a good one. And someone else said, uh, someone else said, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum came back in the game looking like the twins from Breaking Bad. That's a great reference. This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a good question here from our boy George. He's a loyal viewer here. Um, can you guys rate one to seventy? I don't know why you picked seventy, George, but oh, we lost you. Freaking Brockton Wi-Fi strikes again. Yeah, Wi-Fi, man. How much do you well, hate Nick Nurse? George would give him a 67. I, I hate Nick Nurse 40 on a scale of maybe 45. I'll go 69. 60? 69. There's always a little, him- bit room, little, little bit more room for hate for me. I can always hate you just a little bit more, but it's pretty high up there for him. He's such a whiner, complainer. Just get, me, get him off my TV screen. I give him some props as a coach, though. Championship. Last yeah, year, question, huh? scheming the series to seven games. I mean, you got yeah, – we'll, we'll throw it back to last year where you guys were like, this should be a sweep. They should be winning every game. By it a should have up. been then. What about tonight makes you think last year shouldn't have been a sweep? <laughs> the Celtics are demonstrably worse. With the Celtics oh, lost. Oh, that's not fair. And they're short. Marcus Smart. And what, what are they missing? Friggin' they murdered you. Ibaka, man. Ibaka. Ibaka. Ibaka was the move of the summer, it looks like, the way he's Fine. playing on LA. Yeah, and who I wanted over Tristan 
badly. Imagine this team with Ibaka instead of Tristan Thompson. I don't even want to talk about it. I'll give you that one. Even oh as a big my guy. god, it was not even oh. close. But one thing that does annoy me about Nurse, and I mentioned it to you guys, he's holding court pregame and postgame the way he does, and just slapping fists, fist pumps with the writers, and hey, you look good. Yeah, you look yeah, good. Yeah. How's the family? <laughs> it's like it's like the King's Court. Julian hates him seventy. Yeah, Kyle hates him one fifty. Well, you know what Nurse is doing? He's buttering up the media because I always they said, will come. That's the they best. Will come. That's the best way to get positive media coverage. Just say the writer looks good. That's all you really need oh, to do. Oh, Nurse. I mean, because he's just had it easy with those sweethearts from Toronto. Yeah, everyone in Toronto is nice, man. The, they're not when it comes to hockey. They're friggin' pretty rough on that. That's, oh, that's a tough that's hockey the market, only man. Yeah, in basketball, they're just happy to be relevant. But like, oh, we've got a team. But, uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> but Nick they're so good coach I mean they, uh -oh. they're Kyle Lowry's in the chat help me guys oh, <laughs> help me guys <laughs> yeah man you're beyond help Harry in our Patriots chats we got Kyle Lowry here in the Raptors chat I want to defend Toronto to some degree though of course, of course you do For Toronto Raptors, Cam. that's definitely Kyle Lowry <laughs> Isn't it kind of – and I know we're in a COVID world and you just got to make it work at this point, but isn't it – you have 29 teams that are in their home cities, in their facilities. You know, some have fans, some don't. That's a minor difference. You have a team 300 miles away from their home, you know, playing in like a convention center. You saw the massive ladder that they had to bring out to fix the scoreboard before the game. These, none of these guys want to be there. They don't have a real practice. Like all this stuff matters. And I look at the team. I look at the way they're playing. Like, they're just mentally taken out. They were in the bubble for three months. Now they're all of a sudden it's for 72 games playing in Tampa Sorry. and traveling across the country. It was just a horrible decision. I don't know who made it. You know, they might have decided to go to Tampa. I always thought New Jersey was the better place to go. You actually have facilities there. But, I like, they are just getting nailed in a way. No other team. You know team what, though? They get to play in front of fans. That was cool. Even though there was a lot of Celtics fans there, that was something. They played a road game tonight. It was their taco chance and all green. Like I know, but still fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that felt great for them tonight. Well, it's got to feel better I'm to play. Sure, I'm sure it felt just like <laughs> I They're getting nailed. And again, that's going to save Nurse some grace. Like the, It's a legitimate excuse, I feel like, because that is a big difference versus what every other team in the league's going through. But you know, you got to be better than one and five. Yeah, people legit are gonna think I'm from Brockton. Stop it. All right. I'm not from Brockton. <laughs> I don't live there either. <laughs> but if you know, you know. That's why the joke's funny. I'll say this too. The word no, is that they possibly <laughs> no, don't start that, Jimmy. Get out of here. Just look him up. Look him up if you're ever in Brockton. Oh, this been said that was a funny moment, Taco with the glasses against Memphis. Yeah. Um, um they so, should have went to. They should have went to Buffalo. They already had the Raptor, uh, the uh, Blue Jays, you know, thing going on up there. They could have ridden well, you off. Need M you need NBA facilities. I guess they felt good about Tampa. Dude, They're not going to. You need a high but... school gym. You need a high school gym. It's not like you can have, you know, a full stadium. You just get get the get the guys on the court and get out there, roll the ball out, and play ball. <laughs> Yo, I seen Joe Sway at the right? I don't know. What do they have out there? The bat? <laughs> the bat? <laughs> the bus? <laughs> it is fair, though, Bobby, to your point. It is, I mean, it is unfair a bit, but it is what it is. I mean, it, that's the way the season's got to go for them. I mean, they take it up with the prime minister. <laughs> now that's actually a good better than what the ncaa is doing to start this year pretty good decision by toronto to shut down sports it did probably cost some tristan thompson i heard though because tristan was looking at kind of that home homecoming to toronto they need a center they had starting center minutes they had the mid-level and he just said no to tampa and all of a sudden he's here in boston so what about nah, he got that call from danny that's why he was like see ya let's do it <laughs> what about harden can harden save them or no my, my worry with that, and I, I think they're going to be the team that runs into it. I made my top 10 list. The packages are not Bobby's list. <laughs> yeah. We asked him to recite the list. list four things out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the, it's down on paper on the phone, and then I got to remember it on air. Come on, Bobby. It's worth the risk. Come on. Roll the dice here. Let's go. Set them up. So I, I, think, I think Toronto needs to do this. 
you know, the end in the end of this Lowry run, we don't, we all know what Siakam is. And he gives you that level of scoring boost that they don't have right now. I mean, they're 27th in offense coming into tonight. So, you know, what better place? He would like Tampa. He would like Toronto. Those are two places that would probably uh, be enviable for him. And I think oh, why be- is that? we all know. We don't have to go that <laughs> But anyway, do you have to give up too much, though? I mean, they're thin as it is. Lowry wants them. They're thin as there it is. is. What are you going to give it's up? on Twitter. Team. They, I, boy, they're, the probably, right they're probably the team, right? This could be his last chance. They're to one of them. Get back to the I mean, they're certainly at the top, right? I mean, I feel Denver like out west, a, maybe they're having a similar stretch. I mean, we yeah. still think the Sixers are, are a possibility. Not no, right now. Right now. Yeah. Right that now, would break yeah. Tobias Harris's heart, Jimmy. Don't do that to him. How <laughs> unexpected was that? I mean, we thought Simmons for Harden was done the second the rumors started, but Maury yeah, held. Credit to Doc. They look good. That clearly started by Houston. Yeah. Another one, yeah. That that, that rumor was clearly started by You Houston. were right again, John. All of the noise had no end. No package. And not, there he is in Houston. There. They tried well, to make think, picture it, yeah. I, I think you're going to stop hearing Jalen Brown for James Harden after the way this over. started for Jalen Brown. over, yeah. I mean, that was never – it was it was it was it was a murmur. It, it, only, it only existed because it could, not because exactly. they would. Yeah. It, yeah. Because it, you 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 cross Tatum off the list, and all you have left is Brown. That because it's really more a byproduct of the Celtics not having a lot of tradable assets than it was anything to do with Brown being worth trading for Harden. It, I just I'll stick by it. And we've mentioned a million names and a million teams. If I have a legit bona fide star under the age of 25, I am not trading them for James Harden. I'm just not doing it. And yeah. let's, let's give Danny some credit here. I mean, we've been through about six star names. The one we always look back on was Kawhi. Cause he goes to Toronto and wins that title. And you say, Oh, if he could go back in time. You would probably trade Brown for him. Looking back on it now, there's probably some level of, you know, redemption for Ainge there and not doing that. Now, if Kawhi would have guaranteed Boston a championship, just one and then left, we can always weigh those two things because you know Brown's not at guaranteeing you a championship even at his highest level he's reaching now. But you know you passed on Davis when Tatum probably could have got him. Uh, you passed on Kawhi when Brown probably could have got him. Look at where they're at now. It's hard for me to give up a guarantee. If you guarantee me a championship, it's hard for me to give that up. Obviously, you can't do that, so we'll never know, but yeah, it's all about where take, they end up from here. Yeah, I always take the championship because it's so hard. It's so so hard to win. It just yeah. is. Everything has to go right. I mean, look at the 2008 team. You thought you probably had three championships in the bag with that team, and it just didn't work out. You know. Yeah, you still make that trade over and over. You still make that trade over again a hundred times. I think even the Raptors too. You got to think about these wings and these pieces like OG and uh powell i mean like are they gonna pan out i mean is this gonna be like the peak where are these guys right. gonna if they're still climbing then okay okay let's another year let's see what we got here clock's sort of ticking on flowery but dirty. what a good opportunity to ship these guys off get james harden and who knows maybe they they end up being a bust for the for houston or you know not what you thought or you envisioned them to be and you just roll the dice with harden and and put them in a, in a series against the brooklyn nets and Hope that maybe you can get back to the NBA Finals. I mean, I don't think it's so crazy to think about when you see what Siakam's sort of going through, his struggles, his inconsistencies. Yeah, it, a good opportunity to, to to ship him off. And they don't strike me as a tank team. Like they're too no, good. No. They have too much and I like even if you get the number one pick, are you going to insert him with this group and have a thriving roster for years to come? Probably not. That's a good point. I mean, they're not built. The coach, coach, GM, those guys. GM's in his last year too. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not built to just blow it up. You know, like they're, they've got some pieces in place. I mean, I, you know, Lowry's the heart and soul of that team. And I'm sure that they would love nothing more than to give him another, get him a, a guy that can, you know, give him another run at a, at a title. Uh, I don't think Siakam's that Still guy. Clearly. I don't think that. So I, I don't know if the Raptors have to make a decision here sooner than later. All right. We're done. With I was talking that. Raptors. What about we're, Pritchard? We've seen some Pritchard comments. We're I mean, done with the too. Raptors. Let's talk about let's talk about our boy. I hate every one of his nicknames. Hate them. Fat, uh, I, I didn't know what, fast what do we got? Meant. So Fast PP is the weird Celtics Twitter when I didn't understand it, but that was his Twitter name since like 
Middle school, probably. And they uh, changed. P Rabbit <laughs> is better than Eight Mile. P Rabbit. Yeah, P Rabbit is way better. Yeah. Uh, but I don't love any of them. <laughs> it's gonna happen naturally. It's just gonna happen. No. I think. I, I think that EP is gonna stick. Once it was, yeah, Twitter get in there, it's over. Oh yeah, I know. Well. I I think Fast Time Lord. Might stick Time Lord's the most ridiculous name nickname in the Ta- world. That makes great. And it's still around oh, though. That's brilliant. But it's stuck. It's stuck in one day, and it was right. over. Everyone's like, "We love it." Done. So I think. Right. Right. I think, no, I think a couple times, John. He played a couple times. Yeah. I think, I think Twitter PP, has their say. It's over. I think Fast PP sticking a little bit now. They're trying out P Rabbit and all this other stuff on the broadcast. But you know, if you go on Twitter and you look at how they're describing them every night, it's Fast PP and Scalgate invented it like like time lord <laughs> someone, someone said i forget where i saw it. maybe it was in a comment section in one of our videos but someone said he looks like Vinny from the jersey shore and i can't unsee it now like he looks like he could be his brother or i can something. see it yeah, yeah i can see that i can see i'm looking at his I'm like, picture in the corner i'm surprised saw this twitter didn't pick up on that but no they just went straight to the they did their research let's see that's what they do they do their research and they found his old twitter or oh, GTL. so i i always find it funny how we you know try yeah, to put that's the best we, we try to put these caricatures and nicknames and everything else on these guys. And you, you hear the way Pritchard talks and just kind of see his demeanor. You, you see, like, the one thing, and we pesky, saw the pesky P, pesky P. This guy, it sounds like a 90s nickname from someone like <laughs> How about this one, Jimmy? Sparky. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, you can't say that. You can't say that word. You can't say that word. Sparky. I said Sparky. He's Sparky. Sparky. The nickname. I mean, this guy just like we saw the what video. About, too. What about Faster P instead of Master P? Faster P. That's oh, good. I kind of yeah, I kind of like that. A little Faster That's P. Good. We're you getting somewhere. <laughs> See what we're doing here? We're just throwing stuff against the wall, and seeing what sticks. Faster P. Hey, I'm telling you guys. Through force of sheer will, he's going to break through on Celtics Twitter. I'll tell uh, you what. Sorry, Bob. Go ahead. I, I'm just saying, like, I, it's so easy to fall in love with this guy. And, you know, it's, it's going to be the whole, oh, Boston, great white hope thing. But what I love yeah. about him more than anything is the guy just, like, you can, you can tell he just sits in his garage all day and dribbles between the legs and, like, masters to dribble. Like, he cares nothing about just like mastering his dribble, like getting a shot down. Like all he cares about is basketball. And like you just see how polished he is. I know he was at college four years and all that stuff, but like he, he's a phenomenal dribbler. <laughs> it produces so much. Brock and <laughs> His ball handling is awesome. Yo, he does sort of look like a two from Brock. <laughs> Oh, Fall River. All right. Next topic. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. He, well, yeah, yeah, he looks like a heron. I've played against those guys. Yeah, a heron. heron. Yes, yes. He literally does. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't share, like, he'll, he'll doesn't share the every, the every character. I played against Chris. Yeah. Um, payday. Somebody said Payday like 20 times in the chat. That's a good the name, too. Payday. Michael. I like that. That's almost too good. That might not stick. It's almost too good. Payday. Oh. What a revelation! Did I mean? Did we, it's it's not even like you know. I'm, I'm trying to think too back to draft night and what we were saying. We probably could have imagined him scoring 23. Like, oh, he's a great shooter. If he knocks down a bunch of shots, like he could get 23 in a game. But like, what is he doing to get there tonight? Finishing in traffic, getting in the hole again and again, like pushing the offense the way he does. Like he just has such a control over the game. Yeah, that was the difference. Dude. That was it. As soon as he came in, and he just controls the pace, and the the teammates follow him. You know, it's just like he has almost like a veteran presence already. Right. When he checks in, and I think it's a huge difference. And also, too, after tonight, guys, I think it's inevitable. Before Kemba comes back, he's going to be the starter. Point guard. I like I this one. How long it's going to take? But I mean, that's it's inevitable now. It's going to happen. The Boston Ooh. Pea Party. Oh, <laughs> Boston Pea Party. Yeah, big party. I've been to a couple of those. <laughs> I like uh, down on P Street. PMP. Somebody said his middle name was Michael PMP. Now you got like Pimp. Why don't we just call him Pimp? Uh, Josue, I, I, that's an awesome point. 
um, he literally has he has a veteran presence. It's calming. You 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 feel good when he's got the ball in his hand. It's yeah. it's it's controlled. You know, like you're not worried that he's going to do something dumb either. Like he's just the one dumb thing he does is catch the ball out of bounds. He keeps doing that, but that's yeah. it. I agree. I think it's like a point guard from Newton North. That is dead on, man. From a, <laughs> as a Needham graduate, yes, absolutely. cross side of town. We played North. Yep. Oh my gosh, and he would have like twelve steals. <laughs> yeah. 12 15 assists and like 12 Start four fights at the end of the game yeah leave leave with your girl yeah <laughs> head north the tea parties getting a lot of uh getting a lot Everybody of party after the game just Agreed. go to the Boston tea party we just Boston. ride with that cuz no one else is going to pick that up so it's just on us to carry that forward we're going to say Boston tea party i like Boston how i like party. how that rolls off the yeah, I, can pick up. I love it it's much better than Fast PP. There's another T-shirt. <laughs> the Boston Pea Party. Every, yeah. Every time he That's scores. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, shit. Joe burner wins. Boston Pea Party. I think that's leading the way. Oh, I like Faster P still. My own one. Uh, I'm just sitting out. We got at least three really good ones. I'm just sitting here thinking too. I mean, we didn't think we would have one of these nights where we're just burning cigars, you know, coming up with nicknames after a blowout. This team's ahead of schedule, and Pritchard's a big part. Tatum and Brown are obviously the central parts of it. Uh, Smart's been good. Like, this team's back on track, and you know, pieces are just going to keep coming back. They're going to get their rotations down. Like, barring injury, you know, we're absolutely talking about a playoff team, not a play-in playoff team. Yeah. Playoff team in the top six here, and we'll see what the ceiling is. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we have decided as a as a service to our viewers, uh, for the rest of time, regardless what Celtics Twitter decides the nickname is, on this show, he'll forever be the Boston Pea Party. Boston Pea Party. <laughs> Who do we credit? A legend was born. <laughs> Who came up with that in the comments? We got a name. Earthways Burner, and he wants to copyright it. Trust me, we'll give you credit. Oh man, he's all over this thing. Yeah, Joseph Burner from Brockton. Always doing good work. That guy had the two moments of the night coming in with that name and coming up with that nickname. I mean, uh, as 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 much as I as much as I am against having Richard start, if fully fully, like I would, I'm okay with it because if you got a healthy Teague, at least you've got some offense coming in. Off of, off of him playing. Uh, I'm just worried about the bench being so thin if Richards in the starting lineup. But if Teague is healthy, that's fine. To be honest, he you're right, Joshua. He has such a calming presence out there where I almost feel like when he has the ball, I feel less like I'm more calm with him in the ball than I am with Smart has the ball. I'm worried about Smart doing something wrong with it than I am with Pritchard doing it. I mean, he, whether he's making an extra pass, cutting through defenders, I mean – He's just he, like you say. He's just solid. He's just solid with the ball. I'm I'm very impressed. And right now he's plus thirty three hundred for rookie of the year. So for all you gamblers out there, maybe a little long shot, toss ten bucks on him. Who knows if he cracks the starting lineup? You know, injuries to a rookie that might be leading the way. All of a sudden, you made yourself three hundred and thirty bucks. Throw ten bucks on his name. Who knows? Who knows? It's a long shot for a reason. Like throw me a bit of a force, but I appreciate the effort. Pritch, perfect. Pritch perfect. I like that too. It's, it's cute. Perfect. You know what it is in the business, Jimmy? This was a good cut line. Okay. I'd use that as oh, a one off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. That's, that's a good one off for a good game, but I don't know that that could be a nickname. But it's right, a great that's... it's a great cut line on a banner and a monitor as a thumbnail. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. If 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 that's Max a thumbnail watches... deserve. Yeah, the pitch Ma- four got a Man. You know, as soon as you use that, someone's gonna comment and be like, I gave you this, John. Yep. <laughs> 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 the pitchfork okay that should be the pritch fork i guess right technically oh we did not imagine this 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 is getting sensual now pleasure p pleasure p oh pleasure p we're getting yeah that's the r&b direction there i don't i don't know if that's we can't use pp that's paul pierce okay you guys have to stop yeah. Yeah. Welcome to so welcome to the Celtics franchise. If you're giving us just PP, can't you can't do PP? It was like you know what? Uh, who did that? Go- what? Who who went PP? No, there was somebody that stole a nickname and it drove me crazy. <laughs> LT, like Damian Tomlinson. 
Tomlinson. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can't be LT. Lawrence Taylor's LT. Especially he's a legend. You can't just snap. And everyone called him that, like, duh, he's LT. Like, no. Yeah. I did it like Like, a guy comes along called Larry, and you call him Larry Legend. You can't do that. Dwight took Superman. Remember how mad I got about that? Yeah, that became a big, big thing. Shaq is still salty about that, man. He still is, but he lets people know that, look, his career didn't pan out the way it was supposed to. <laughs> the half-truth, yeah. Quarter? The white man, quarter. Dude, dude, he's he's the white lie. <laughs> I'm excited about Sammy. I mean, you guys, Sammy you guys the white lie. You guys laugh when I started pulling up the graphics, and I've been hyping him since that Brooklyn game. He looks like a different player this year. He really does. Who, Shemmy? Yeah. Sammy. He looks like the same player. A little different. He, I, I'm more confident in his three. That's the difference. Yeah. Right now. He I, mean, pretty good last year. I think he ended up around 35%. But I wasn't confident in it. He was up. a little bit more confident. His That's percentage was up from what it was the year before. He was terrible two years ago. Um, and, and it was up last year. He was a competent three-point shooter last year. I guarantee you he's working – I guarantee you he's working with bands more than he was in the past. Before, he's probably too ripped, too jacked, just like <laughs> tossing weights around, a little stiff. Now he's probably like, you know, maybe get the TB12 method going a little bit where he's getting the stretching in, and now he's a little bit more flexible. That release that Bobby was talking about. His you know, job his job is to get him jacked. So, you know, he got a little big in that process. Yep. And now his job's complete. So he can, he can get back to his mobile self. I told you, Bobby, I think it's a Kid Cudi album. That's just me, though. I think he's he's that a huge too. That too. <laughs> he was thirty-seven last. He went up from thirty-one to thirty, almost thirty-eight percent last year, and he's about he, he's about thirty-eight percent this year. So the three improved last year. Uh, he just looks he he just looks stiff. He just looks doesn't look he as athletic as he should be. Not gonna change. His feet were forward on defense is, is what I like. He, he can move. Better than Grant, in my opinion, sometimes. I still, I still feel good about that. It doesn't feel as reliable as it did his rookie year when he really came in and made waves on that end. But, you know, depending on the matchup, yeah, he, he's going to be better than Grant. And, for you sure. know, speaking of Grant tonight, too, this was actually a pretty good matchup for him when you think about a Siakam type. You know, him guarding a guy like that and a big versus, you know, a wing like a someone you would see on the Detroit team. You know, that was a tough matchup for him. And we're just going to keep seeing those bigs rotate based on the matchup. We trade Nee Smith for Yabu Selly. Jeez. No, Asked that question in a couple of years. I guess it's fair to <laughs> not yet. I guess it's fair to talk about um Naismith a little, right? I mean one minute. Get the punching bag up. One minute, because we, here's the no, thing. We're not going to say anything different. All we're going to say is he's still not ready, clearly, to play on this team. So I thought John Brooks would beat up on him. I don't know. No, I he don't want to beat up on him. I'm depressed about it. <laughs> it's too soon to be depressed about it. He's just not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. I, I've said something like this before about it. You're John, not I'm so sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> This is oh, John. All right, man. It's just look, it, seeing what Pritchard is doing makes it that much worse because it's like it, every rookie excuse you can have, like, oh, he, he didn't have much of an, uh, an off season and he's new and he's whatever. It's just thrown out the window when you have a guy taken at the bottom of the draft who looks like one of your five best players right now. And Naismith looks like he's never played basketball before sometimes. I mean, he just looks lost out there. He looks – no confidence, doesn't know where he's supposed to be. Nothing is flowing naturally. Whatever it is about basketball that, you know, he's known and done his whole life, he's just not doing it. You know, like he's just – he looks so out of place all the time. I mean, you guys were commenting on it uh, during the uh, during the game. Brad tried to give him run. He brought him in in the first quarter. It looked like he was good. This was a big opportunity. It looked like he was ready to commit to see, hey, let me see if I can get some rotation minutes out of him tonight. We need some offense. Let's see what we can do. And, I mean, what did you guys see? I just think he's still stunned by the moment. And I know that sounds kind of cliche or sounds sort of like a cop-out, but, I mean, you look at someone like him who's in that situation, how can it not be? He's not going into the game to just defend He's thinking to himself, oh, I got to knock down a three or two. It's almost like it's almost, almost like what Carson does 
where as soon as he touches the ball, he's like, if I don't make this three, I'm never getting back here again. Yeah. Like, it's almost like that, but he's a little more patient, but he still has that trigger, itchy trigger finger every single time. And it's going to look a little ugly until he's able to get more comfortable out there. But again, I think that comfort starts on the defensive end. That's just the way it goes, I think, honestly. It's just the way uh, most NBA players sort of in his condition or someone like that who's just who's, who's envisioned as a spot-up shooter and, and so crucial to this team, this team's offense that's missing its all-star point guard, I think it's a little, a little added pressure that not a lot of rookies have uh, coming into this sort of situation. So he's sort of, I don't know, he's racking up fouls too, which is also disappointing because I think he's harder on himself because of his, his defense. And then he can't stay out there because he's not giving you much on either end. Right. Yeah, I go back to that Philly game. He had an extended run in that game in the preseason, so you got to see a little bit of good with the shooting, a little bit of bad with the defense there. It's tough for a guy who's relying on that three-point shot. You know, With the three, you need a little bit of volume to kind of reach your percentage there. You're not going to get that in three minutes in the first quarter unless you just really come out and have a burst of threes. And there's extra pressure, like you said, Joe Sway, to nail all those shots. If you're only getting three shots, you could feasibly hit zero or one of those. And it's not a great stretch from you, especially if you're giving up on the defensive end. So I've said some version of this already, and it's kind of obvious. They were weak on the wing, and they didn't add to that position through free agency. And you're not necessarily drafting a guy for a short-term weakness like the first 20 games. But Pritchard fills into that Kemba slot for this first 20 games. And Neesmith, you know, reasonably fit into that wing position that Hayward left behind. Now, he wasn't going to be starting from day one. But to invest in that right away, especially a guy who reasonably should have been ready to go, that was kind of the argument that his shot was ready to go, best shooter in the draft. It's tough because – I keep saying it like, is there a big ceiling? Is there a big development curve? Is there something they can work on over years where he could eventually get to something? Like, this should have just been bang, bang, bang. He's, he's been from the first second. He's that great of a shooter. So it's disappointing. And I think we're already starting to see it's so early, but we're already starting to see the signs of this not going in a great direction. Right, John, you know, in contrast. Great. I want to say bye to Kyle Lowry. Thank you. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> thank you for joining the chat. Hey, we'll yeah. see you next game. Yeah, next next Raptors Celtics game. We'll yeah. check it. Um, but no, was it gonna we, we don't get them till February. Till February, right? Yeah, uh, that'll, that'll be quick, man. That'll well, it like, is January, but still, it's like it's it's, it's a while. Year. Yeah, exactly. They might have heard no, by then. I just want to get this in real quick about about Pritchard. Um, the, in contrast to to Neesmith, because you brought up how Pritchard's been able to you know adapt so naturally. I mean, the, the mechanics, the natural, the textbook stuff. Four years of college, he has it under his belt, and clearly, he's on another level compared to other collegiate athletes who may be in a similar situation but just don't have that sort of opportunity that he has on a top-notch team like the Celtics so I think again it's it's, it's easier for him to adapt to this team uh compared to someone like Neesmith where it's like okay you gotta be a shooter or you have to uh, produce offense you know in this short stints and whatever you give us on the defensive end means a lot because it's going to disrupt our continuity in our in our chemistry you know so I, I think it's going to take him a while to get to, to adjust yeah what I'll say is don't com- like don't use Pritchard's growth as a negative to Neesmith. Like don't like don't turn a good thing into a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, we just it's like compare. Unfor- it's, it's what we no, do. I know, but it's like you're you're <laughs> but you, we're comparing. But we're that now it's like we're on the extreme side. Some people are already calling him a bust. Some people are. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, it's so tricky for- though, Jimmy, because if there's no minutes and there's no G League. And right. Oh, and issues. Also a good cut line. Also a good it's cut line good. there. That is a good cut yeah, line. Richard Dietrich, I love that. No, it's, it's not, that? this is not a good year. This is not a good year for rookies because I guarantee you he would be messing around in Maine right now. Um, Neesmith oh, would be right. Really, hundred percent, thousand percent. So like we're you know this guy's taking, taking that would be some, depressing though, you know. But you're right. He needs Maine badly right now. But you know what? He, he, he would really be does. in Maine, out of sight, out of mind. You know, and then he'd go score 35 back. a game there and remember how to play basketball and shoot and do, na- do, exactly. do what comes so natural. He needs the confidence in this his shot true. again. And you're not going to get that sitting on the bench. You're not going to get that, you know, in a couple of spot minutes. And then you miss one and now you're gun shy. And Pritchard's, listen, Pritchard's come in and, he, and he's very comfortable out there. He's playing his game. Like, I don't think he's being asked to do much that he's never asked, had to do differently before. Whereas Neesmith might be seriously adjusting to this NBA game, the NBA three-point line, and all that stuff. And I think it'll come eventually. It's not going to come this year, though. I'm, I'm pretty much past 
past that thinking that's going to come this year but maybe you'll prove me wrong yeah some guys are victims of the situation they end up in in terms of not paying out and certainly this year guys could be victims of the uh circumstances around the league super tough yeah c coming into the league this quickly the lack of practice time during the schedule is uh, definitive there's just a lot of factors and it, we say this about rob too like you can't just like scrimmages and dribbling around and shooting before games. Like you can't master defensive rotations that way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm going to send this to you, John, right now. This is good. What do we got? I'll say this. It's, it's the best. This is probably the, probably the worst Instagram. year. It's probably the worst year ever to be, uh, uh, to come out of college to He's try to play the in the NBA. Though. has to be because you had barely had any to stay in college too. I mean, you see how the NCAA is going; they can't even sure. get games off. <laughs> but maybe you can hang. I, I, if I'm if I'm in college, I'm hanging on right now as long as I can in college because it's just not a conducive environment for a young player looking to make it in the NBA. <laughs> whether it's a second rounder, especially if you're an undrafted guy, like where normally you would get that chance in summer league or or in the off seasons, you're not getting that chance right now. You're just not. I mean, these guys are going to have to really dig super deep in the next couple of years to to make an nba career get your money get your money yeah, made really. what, two, two three million bucks six guaranteed coming out i you do that over sitting in the vanderbilt dorm shut down with covid yeah i mean it's just like i said unless you're a guaranteed first rounder i would have stayed in college as long as that i would just keep hanging on what's going enough. on over there joe sway you, you Shout out to the comments. Shout out to Arthur. I'm definitely no, you guys talk. You're bringing it up with Joel and, and, and Sean for sure on Causeway. <laughs> I, I want to see what Sean's reaction is to that. That's a good call. Boston P party. Hey, should we be concerned about smart? Nah. I don't know. Not if we have Pritchard. Miles. Yeah. You mean the P party? The P party. My my concern of him missing short term time. He could miss that Miami uh, game, but. They didn't sound too concerned about the issue in this. Um, uh, no. Chupante is going to be back on the home stretch ahead, so we're a little release coming here. Bobby, that were you on? The game's going to be tough, though. Were you on any of the Stevens calls today? Did anybody yeah. ask about Kemba, or did that just not get asked? They've asked the last two. There's no update yet. Because he did say an update this week, and now we're two games okay. into this so, week. Nothing today. People are talking about uh, 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 Jalen's IG. Yes, I said it's easy. Uh, yep, I'm going to play this it? right now. What, what You want to give an intro? What are we looking at here? All right, all right. So uh, in, in light of Peyton Pritchard's uh, huge game, he put a little throwback video up of, of, of the rookie. Check it out. Okay, here it is. <laughs> hey. The running man? The running man challenge? Yo, this is live from Newton, guys. Check it out. Dude, now this he's got that new he's got that Newton North fridge, dude. He's got that Newton North fridge. That's how you, that's how you treat a rookie sad. right there. Well done, Jalen. Well done. We got to say on what did he say in the post? Anything? He just said he just said mood at oh mood at Pritchard with with crying laughing faces. We got to ask. Peace move, laughing peace move, laughing fall river kid. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to give Pritchard a follow. I wasn't even following him. All right. Yeah. I forgot that was a thing, man. That was so long ago. The Running Man. Oh, that's that's the, the only thing I did that shit, didn't you? Did you? It's the only thing I can do. Bob Payne Pritchard. I'm on Payne Pritchard's Instagram, December third. Feeling at home in Boston, thanks to Mattress Firm. They matched me with my perfect bed. Now I can track my sleep. <laughs> he's already got sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> he's already he's already like making that money, dude. Yo, once he gets legend, we, we'll money. know he made it for sure, man. I mean that Rob Gronkowski money. He won't spend Jimmy a cent. Doing a, look at Jimmy doing a free read. Yeah, that was a free ad right there for Matt. Oh Jimmy. yeah, I didn't think about it. <laughs> we'll bleep that one out. Post production, we'll bleep out that name. No free match. Uh, all right, well that's box. it. Let's wrap it. Um, what about our own sponsor? Not tonight. We're gonna get to. We're gonna oh. get one next time. Um, oh good. Anyway, uh, that's it. Okay, we had a, we had fun. It was Toronto. We didn't get enough Toronto in the chat because it was such a depressing game. Um, yeah. That, uh, that, one uh, five. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's Oklahoma City right there. Standings changed quickly. 
Kevin Durant's out for a week. The Nets might not win for a week. But I mean, it's they're going to have a tough time getting to 20 and 0, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have a tough I'm, time. I'm hearing about that one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there it is. Apology camp. <laughs> a, minor, oh, a minor caveat. Spencer Dinwiddie was important to that team, but they did lose to Charlotte before he went down. So Durant's sick, or he's not sick. He's just in the COVID protocol. Uh, they're in a rough spot. They're in the same spot everybody else is right now. So I was wrong. I was wrong about the 20 and 0. Bobby, Here's we're all first, wrong about we're wrong game to game, okay? There's my <laughs> first apology cam of the year. There will be no Jeff Teague apology cam. <laughs> Prime oh. Minister. All right. Uh that's it. Uh good game. It was uh it was It was uh, the Boston Pea Party. Nickname we, we, was born tonight. We got a nickname out of it, the Boston Pea Party. Nick Nick Gelso is going to be working on that some sometime soon. He 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 put together some other vittles for this game. Um, that was um, that was uh, Toronto specific. We couldn't get to him tonight, so hopefully in the next time uh, uh, we play Toronto, maybe uh, Toronto's back with Harden or something. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? But um, yeah. that, uh, that is it. The Celtics win this one after going down big early. Jason Tatum, 40 points. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, 23 points. Uh, and uh, Tristan Thompson, zero points. We didn't get a chance to talk about him. But <laughs> Thankfully, I, was, I wasn't going to bring that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll see where what that one next? is. Miami? We'll see how, much, how many times they cancel each other out, right? Between we Thompson got Miami in two nights, so we're ripping, we're ripping through the playoffs here, okay? We got Toronto, then on to Miami. Um, so we'll see that. The Miami the Miami audience sucks, so we'll uh, have half of it. Um, we show up. We, won't show, we do miss you, Toronto, but we want all of you guys back. So, again, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channels, you'll get pinged right away when we go live, our main channel, our Celtics channel. Um it will be back on we it's basically every other day for the rest of our lives. Um, there's a game, it seems yeah. like so <laughs> that's what it feels like for us. Pretty much. So we'll be back for that. But thanks for hanging. It was an awesome audience tonight. We were up over a thousand most of the night. So it was oh, great. Man. You guys hung in there. Thank you. Thank you. Chat was yeah. fun. Boston Pea Party, book it. <laughs> that's right. right. Bobby Manning, Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone. Good night, guys. <laughs>